Rip Nipsey. We're gonna let this one rock out a little bit. Rip Nipsey Hustle, baby. Neighborhood Nip. That's my guy, Nip, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, Nipsey Hustle. We lost one. Lost a real one. And uh, a lot of people... On the, a lot of people on the internet, uh, you know, there's always those people saying, y'all didn't, I didn't see no Nipsey post, or I didn't see y'all praising Nipsey when he was alive. And the thing about Nipsey is, like, he was just, like, a presence. Like, even if you didn't listen to his music, you, like, listened to his interviews. I he knew was, about him before I knew his music. Yeah, you just knew about him before you knew his music. You knew his contributions. He was just, like, a, a stand-up dude. Like, even when it came to, like, he was, like, one of the first, like, popping rappers that I see, like, I, like he was with his girl, like and praising like being faithful and having kids, and like he was like making it, like a thing before it's a thing. Like now you see Gucci and his girl, and you see it was like a uh, Meek and Nicki uh, Nicki Minaj stage, and now it's like in to be, to be like with your girl and actually be with her, but like you know offset Cardi B. But now it's like he was like been doing that, uh, and he's just always been about buying back the block, like. I, like when I heard his name, he he, where he, where his murder took place, he owned that whole corner, like he owned that whole like row of uh, the mini mall. He yeah. owned the whole thing. Uh, he was doing he he was in the like stem cell research. He had a stem cell research program. Called, stem cells are wild. Yes, very wild. And for him to be like that forward thinking to where he had it, and it, it was a program, and he was getting the kids in the neighborhood involved as an alternative to being in the streets. He was getting him involved in that and like tech, and uh, he owned all of his masters. He always preached about even from a young age. You can see old interviews about him talking about real estate and ownership, and he's just a smart mind. And just, just it always it just goes to show you that you just gotta. I guess when you get to that stature, it's a it's a healthy balance. Like you wanna you wanna show you wanna show that you still aren't a sellout and that you still care about where you came from, but also care from a distance. You got to care from a distance. Like you don't, like you don't see Jay-Z just chilling. Jay-Z does a ton, but you don't see him just chilling in Marcy projects. You Why know what I mean? You? 
I just and I guess and I guess like he. I'm not saying that he was at Jay Z's stature money, but I'm what I'm saying the the act the, what he was given to his community is bigger than him just being able to hang out out front. Cause shit like that, shit like what happened can happen. And the guy that killed him was apparently it was a, it was some gang shit. He also, was, he's bigger than people think. A lot of people who didn't never heard of him like don't realize like he's oh, a no, pretty he had a cult, big rapper. He got he's he cult following. He was just he just got nominated for Grammy of the Year for his out, album, album of the year, album of the year. Yeah, pretty cool. He just yeah. got nominated. He didn't win it. No, he didn't. He didn't want a Cardi or something. Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, this was yeah, but it was like uh, he was he had a cult following and he was just starting to bust into the mainstream. mainstream. Just yeah. just starting to bust into the mainstream music wilds. But throughout the, I mean, if you have Instagram, you follow anybody throughout the industry. It hurt. Like it was like a dark week. And if you want to listen to something, listen to Hustle and Motivate. Office. Just listen to any of his old stuff. Just go to. He's got a cool voice, man. Yeah, he's just like really voice. West Coast. West Coast rappers like my favorite, I but he's just he just uh, like I said, he owns all of his masters. So go back and listen. You're supporting his family. You know what I mean? Like every stream will go towards you know what his family's going through. They lost a provider. Yeah, but why aren't you talking about the real issue? Who do you mean? How he was murdered by the government. Oh yeah! Like, why aren't you even bringing up the real issue? Like, and you're doing all this smokescreen shit talking about streaming music when the government killed him. I, Illuminati. I tweeted this. Killed Nip. I tweeted this. Neighborhood Nip got done in by uh, Trump and his goons. I tweeted that uh, black people love magic and conspiracy theories. <laughs> Same day. And this literally the two they always. And it's sad because I mean honestly I I understand. I love a good distrust. conspiracy. Well, I understand the distrust from um, um, uh, Black America and the government between the war on drugs to or America and the government. Uh, just you know the murdering of you know the redlining and and all the things they put in place to systematically keep black people down. It's just like, but after a while, it's like, man, we gotta you like that that boogeyman aspect. You can't just blame. Like we're never gonna solve the real issues in the community. Like this guy. It's obviously I heard a good term is like he 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 his mind wasn't right. And it might have been from his environment, it might have just been What guy? I, the guy that killed the Eric Holder, the guy that killed Nipsey. Gotcha. He for him to just ruthlessly go up and shoot him, shoot him in the head and then after just kick him like like I like that's not a normal person. Like that's not a that's not a person that's right in the in the in the brain over just like a disagreement. It's not like he did something to your family, or it's just like a disagreement to be that ruthless to somebody that you took pictures with and you know and that was like part of your set. It's just insane, and like we want to blame the government. Then we're not well, gonna we, t- we're not gonna talk about the real issue of of just the crab in the barrel mentality of of black people when somebody's doing good. You don't want to stand next to that guy. And of just lo- like it's low not, poverty gang areas and yeah, and the gang the life black and like and white thing. It's just like that area. Well, bro. you don't it's crazy. It, it, the insecurities of someone that you that you grew up with that's doing better than you, you know. I mean, it's different. I, I heard someone break it down like it's different when you see someone from afar like you don't know, like grown up to be the man. It doesn't really hurt your ego because you're like you don't really know the circumstances were handed to him or who helped him. Blah blah blah. But when you grow up, someone see him right next to you, and then they're just doing it, it hurts your ego. It doesn't hurt my ego, but it it's it's you know what I mean it, you kind of there's no excuses on why right. you can't be him anymore. So every time you see that guy, it might make you feel a certain way, depending depending on who you are as a person. Yeah. So it, it's just sad that 
it, you could just take someone. You could. He was an ally. Like he was literally the god to your neighborhood. He was providing jobs to people. He was cleaning up the streets. He was getting people. All, even though he was a gang member, he would. It was kind of like you know how I said Jay Z always teaches me. Hove went went through that. So I, Hove did that. So you don't have to go through that. Like that was Nipsey saying. Like I'm a gang member. This is what I. This is what I happened when yeah, I was. Yeah, I don't shooting. think he was active though. Nah, it, it, it was just like. This is how I had to grow up, and I'm trying to steer everyone under me a different way. You don't yeah. have to do what I did. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it's it's just it's just sad, man. So, but for, for the conspiracy theorists, it oh, was yeah. a good one. Like at least not a good one, but it, it wasn't just a random. The government did this, right? It was there was a reason for that. Now the reason was he was doing the documentary with Doctor Sabi. Yeah, Doctor Sabi was a. Uh, uh, a holistic healer. A holistic healer that said that he you could cure pretty much cancer and AIDS, AIDS and all these everything. things just just from changing your diet, basically. Eating herbs, eating alkaline, alkaline, alkaline diet. Yes. And so Nipsey was in fact working on doing a documentary about this man, right? Who had passed away in 2016, and. Um, so you hear that this guy can cure AIDS. Nipsey wants to do a documentary with him. Nipsey jokes around about it in an interview, like if anything happens to me, I'll better ride. Yeah. yeah, just you know. So it it had some grit. You know what I mean? This theory had some like oh. If maybe, you don't do any critical thinking, sure. Right. If you don't look into it whatsoever, but yeah. it was enough for me to look into. Right. It wasn't just like some random like. You don't just. It, just, it wasn't out of nowhere. Like, okay, you know. It, I think it, it was, though. I think it was very, like, out of nowhere. I think someone. I think that it I has, think it wasn't out of nowhere, but if you really, if you really, like, pay attention, it has no merit. No, like, it has zero merit. Like, when, when I'm did, just when saying, did, at least he was doing a documentary about the guy. Yeah, but when Nipsey's album, album press run, when he was talking about doing the documentary, was months ago. The right. guy's still alive. No, the guy's not alive. I mean, the guy's not alive. His his kids are still alive, preaching yeah. the same shit. Well, right. You can find out anything not you to want mention, to find out on YouTube or the internet. Well, they would have killed this guy a long time ago. Right. His trial was in 1988, I think, or late 80s. Right. He died in 2016. Yeah. Why do you think the government did not kill him, the guy who's spreading that talk? Like, and like I said, I understand black true. America's like distrust of the government. I think it's And there is there is evidence, you know, that there was some some things set in place to keep to hold them back. And MLK killing was is kind of sketchy. And JFK, all these like, but Nipsey Hussle, like, I, no offense to Nipsey, like, Rest in peace. He was a great man. I don't think that he was on the government radar for them to kill him the way they did. Not like a car accident or something that happened at night. It was like broad day in front of his store. Someone ran up on him. As soon as it happened, there was fucking video footage. Like the government. I don't understand why people believe that the government is so sloppy that they can crack the case. Like the government don't want you to know. You you probably won't know. You know, I mean, eventually, yeah. Yeah, I work with this but guy. Probably who, won't know. I work with this guy who swore. Okay, so I'm not going to get into right now 9-11 and whether there's a conspiracy or not because there's lots of good valid points yep, yep, all around. Yep. But the specific one he was locked onto, locked on, like we couldn't, wouldn't budge, you know, like wouldn't laugh, wouldn't joke. 100% those planes weren't real. They were holograms. And I just, and I just went, okay, look. All right, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that the government's never done anything bad, right. like you're saying. You know, right. I'm not going to say there's no reason to think that there's some false flag. And false flag and has been, yeah. things that have happened, yeah. So, 
But don't you think it would just be easier for them to really fly the planes into the building? Right. Like, even if our government said that, why the fuck would they do holograms? All the, like, it just, it was just so, but people will. Yeah. Or the, or the thing going around, like, oh, this shooting had the same kid from this shooting over here. So this kid, the like, oh, the government actors. could. The yeah. crisis actors. Yeah. Yes. The they crisis actors. They, they couldn't get more than fifteen the, crisis actors, so that kid had the recycle one. And this kid was in this shooting. Like what? And Why the, kid, the fuck? And look at the dad. He's not even. He's fake crying. He's not even crying. Like oh, so you know what emotions are going through your body at that time? You lost your child. Now you got to sit up in front of all these people and, and speak. And you're trying to tell him his mannerisms aren't as a cry. like. Shut the fuck. Shut up. Like right. It's, it's almost disrespectful. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? It gets very. It gets very disrespectful. People will like go to like. Go to those people's houses and shit and call them fake fucking clay. It's it's crazy. Um, but like again, if you're gonna fake a Sandy Hook, you don't fake it. Yeah. You set it up and have someone go do it. You don't complete. You know how many people have to be in on that? Yeah. <laughs> and nobody. Make, well, obviously, no one can keep a fucking secret. No so way. At least that. Not that many me? people. No way. Not that many people. It, it, it's just such a silly thing. I mean, but again, I understand conspiracies. I love talking about them. I love hearing about them because. They have been true. Right. The government has done so And it's entertaining. Shit. It's entertaining. Of course it's entertaining. You know, to hear about it and to ponder it. I, I sat there and watched the Flat Earth thing on fucking Netflix. That's I tried funny. to at least. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Because it's just, it's the start, the way that, it's like whoever <laughs> did the documentary was like, all right, I don't want to take these people seriously, but I just I have to do this. Yeah. Because like, you're, you're sitting there like seeing the confessionals and the interviews. laughing and shit. Well, the guy's just like, the first opening scene is like, a guy walking around with like a brochure and he's like walking up to people in their cars like, uh, excuse me, uh, did you know the earth was flat? Like hitting them brochures and people are just like, what? Like that's how it starts. It's just like, it's kind of like tongue in cheek from the very beginning. Kind of like how the uh, fire festival was. That's right. the first time I didn't call Fry. Good job, I thought about I'm it. proud of you. Yeah, but uh, other, like I said, rest in peace, Nipsey. Uh, I'm starting Rest to I'm starting Nipsey. to see the conversation. I'm starting to see the conversation of mental health and and things like that going on in the black community and all the stigmas that come with it and all the trauma and trauma being on a person and then not knowing what to do with it so they put it on another person and it's just it keeps going down the line. So I'm glad that we're after a couple of days of the conspiracy bullshit we're finally getting to the And trauma right man trauma it, it comes in so many different levels, you know. A lot of people will try to clown on somebody because they have. You can get PTSD from like anything. Yeah. Like a lot of people think it's just soldiers in war. Yeah. Grow up in on Crenshaw. That's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. think you have PTSD? You don't think you're seeing as many, as many people die, if not more? If you're, you know, uh, if you see a bad fight between your parents when you're a child or something. I mean, you know what I mean. Even if you're not touched or something, it's like that can fuck you up for forever. Yeah. Like. And it's like, and I just think that there's research still going on, and there's so much that we don't know about yeah. trauma and the way it affects us. And the brains and, and all and that the brain, shit. And mental health. Yeah. Mental health is a giant question mark. Yeah. It really is, and it changes all the time. Like, well, we used to call this this. Now this is actually not a personality disorder. This is a mental health. It's like, it's all these weird fucking, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, but they're and trying. I, and I see a lot of y'all niggas got issues, so I'll be trying to diagnose. You're good, though. I know. I'm trying to be diagnosed, y'all. You're good. You know what I mean? So that's what's up, man. I'm happy for you. A lot of y'all people got issues, but other than that, man, like I said, Rip Nipsey. Uh, like I said, go deep dive into his music. He's got great music, and he had like a cult following. But right now, you don't right, have to join the cult to listen or anything. No, nah, just, just, just yeah, just just <laughs> fucking go check him out because he he had good music and. It's just sad. It's just, it's just sad. Like I said, like everything, like, like the industry, like I've, I'm big following like the hip hop industry. I listen to podcasts all day. I listen to 
all, like everybody just talk about it. And it's just been like dark, like down. And even on Instagram, every post is about him. You see him, and it's just sad because you just see his potential and see what he was doing. And to have have this guy just take that away from a whole entire community, just take someone that's just trying to provide and up, you know, everything that everyone always speaks about of doing an uplifting a community and making it better and, and being accountable. And he was doing those things and still, you know, just, he was just, not, he's an activist, you know what I mean? As like, he's more than just a rapper. I seen somebody post about him and then some, uh, 56 year old person said, Oh, well, he's just another gangster. I mean, you could guess what color he was, but it's just like, okay, so there's, there could be three things. You can either be ignorant, entirely misinformed about who you're talking about, or just racist. Like, why you don't, you're literally calling, you don't even know what this guy is. You're just calling him a thug just to call him a thug because he raps, and that's all you know. He has face tats, and you know, heard that he was in a gang. Right. But you don't really know nothing beyond the surface. And you already probably had your own narrative just when you saw that he died. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm and people warning guy, him. I'm surprised that guy didn't say, just another thug. Why isn't no one talking about the guy who died in Iraq? Yeah. <laughs> it, they yeah. always do that. People yeah. always bring that up. Like, you can't... Well, the guy said Well, the guy said that, and I'm not going to out him because I, I don't even want to do that because... Anyway, but he said that, and that's what I said. I was like, you know, and I was just like... I, I kind of I shouldn't have did this fucking Facebook. I don't know why. There's I've been so well with like avoiding conflict like that, but that just like triggered me because like I said, hip hop has been so down, and all you see is things praising him. For you to just who you are a part of the culture, you know nothing about it, which you don't know, you shouldn't speak on. But for you to just hop on there after someone had a long ass post like saying like how good of you know what I mean, but beyond the surface he was a great guy. For you to just be like, uh, just another thug. Uh, you live that life. That's how you die. And it's just like. You just don't. Why, first of all, why even commenting? Like, if that's how you feel, why even? Why are you outlandish to say it? So when I go, when I, I think they're able to, you can say whatever opinion. Whatever. Well, I, when I list his accolades and I finish with, so if you're able to call him another thug, you're disrespectful or not disrespectful. You're misinformed, ignorant, or just plain out racist. They attacked me for saying I didn't. Uh, I didn't bring race into it. I was like, I didn't. Well, you pick. That's your guilty conscience, because I I just said you could have been one of three things. There's nothing wrong with being misinformed, and I mean ignorance is not a defense of court, but whatever. But the fact that you implied that I was calling you racist is like to me, it's like all right, well, like I, I if that's how you feel, but then they flipped it on me and said I was racist. Because you're the one who brought race into yeah, it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm racist. It. Whatever. I mean, like I said, rest in peace, Nipsey, and uh, yeah. And it's not all bad. I mean, look, Laura London's single. I'm saying. You gonna, you gonna, right. you gonna shoot your shot? <laughs> you need it? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna start this podcast. Rip, rip Nipsey Hussle. We're gonna restart it. Rip. Sorry, that was sad, guys. Yeah. We're, just gonna re- we're gonna wash this whole part off. We're gonna start again with cool shit. Hey. Hey. Because. I swear to God, when I was younger, I thought I was going to do all the things that rappers talked about. What haven't you done? I don't like go to the club every weekend. I'm not popping bottles. I never poured Cristal on no white bitch's head. Well, we got plans. I feel like, uh, yeah. Night, I should dog. start a rapper's bucket list. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. And then you can just tell people, like, look, I'm just doing it for this bucket list. Uh-huh. Like, walk up to a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, hey, mom, like, you know how? You know let's how? slide. We're going to get it on tonight. All right, come on. No? 
Come on. And then if she comes with me, I'll just check it off. Right. Well, look, right. You know I'm how, a diplomat. You know how to walk up to a girl and be like, can I have your panties? It would be a crazy question. Yeah. But if you were like, oh, I'm doing this scavenger hunt. Me and my friends are doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, it takes whatever crazy thing you're doing and people want to help. Like for some reason, like yeah. if you're in a club or something, you're somewhere at a bar and you're like going bar to bar and doing a scavenger hunt. People are like want to help. Can you. I get on your shoulders and take a pi- this picture? And... Yeah, yeah, crazy shit. So then just make yours or your rapper buckle this. Be like, can I pour crystal over you and then yeah. come on you or whatever yeah. for a scavenger hunt? See the face on my watch. You gotta put my your face on my cock. Yikes! Yeah, it's the camera on bucket list. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are you familiar with? Um, Probably not. Uh, no. Um, the. Serial podcast, the first season yeah. with Anna. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> HBO, HBO picked dava, it up. Dava, 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 whatever. HBO picked it up and they got a like uh, a show, a show about it now. And uh, I, if you've ever, if you haven't listened, is it listened on to, already on HBO? Yes, okay. there's like three episodes. Okay, in. okay, okay. Uh, it's just like a watered down version of podcast. The podcast is so much better, which is strange to me because if you get the visuals, you figure the visuals would be like. But sometimes your you imagination's in. visuals are better. That's why right. books are so cool. But I'm I'm sorry. I just tried to I'm rewatching it. You know, listening, actually putting a face to all these people because I didn't know what like Han looked like. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm watching or what's the black dude's name? I forget his uh, Jeff or something like that. So I'm putting faces. <laughs> that wasn't that. Putting faces. <laughs> Jerry, Jay. Okay, maybe it was, it was Jay. Jay. It was Jay. It was Jay, right? Okay. So I'm putting faces to everybody, and they kept going back to Han, and she was like. 17, 18, and like she had all these these diary inputs that she was putting in. And like they, every time she'd say something to diary, they kind of like draw it out on the screen. It was like their little visual thing. And I'm sitting there thinking like, who the fuck has a diary? Like, like that's should crazy. I have had a diary? That's crazy. Because well, if I die like tomorrow, nobody's going to know what the fuck was going on in my life. Maybe now the social media, but not like really. Like yeah. she was like t- telling her innermost thoughts like, I love, I love an Assad, an Anad, but, uh, Jay is in my life, and she was like telling her whole life, and I'm like, okay. So like, I remember being younger and seeing like in like sitcoms, people having diaries and writing in them, but I didn't think it was real life. But for this this female to get murdered, and then them look at her diary to see what was going on in her life, I'm like, who's doing that? That's crazy. You know what I mean? I think it's healthy. It I, probably is. I think it is probably to put healthy. Your, put it pen to pad. Yeah, and then I think it's probably cool to look back on. You know, just to be like, dude, what yeah, because I'm, I'm memory's trash. My, oh, mine too. And I would love oh. to like, to like take myself back to that yeah, day yeah, and have yeah. a vivid Some memories. Go back and be like, oh shit, I was having a rough week that couple weeks. Maybe this, this was this time. You can even like research it and figure out like how you know yeah. trends and shit. You know what I mean? Dear See diary, you're doing better when you're doing work. Bitches ain't shit. Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper. This is you today. Money on my mind. <laughs> Money on my mind. Nah, it's 2019. Sign <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, I was just like... But that people just use Facebook for that now. Facebook is diary now. Facebook is diary. Did you hear about the uh, last night Brass Rally old shootout? Yeah. He was fucking banging out there. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I don't know if I judge, but I, I want to sit down and talk to a, a regular Brass Rail uh, Dollar Beer Night person. Like, this just goes every Wednesday. Because I need to know... I'm not judging you. There's do whatever, Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But do you never have anything to do on Thursdays? Like, did you set up your life? Because you know how late to- you're going to be to work with a gunshot wound? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there ain't no way you're making it on time. Right. And, like, is that the meeting spot for you and your friends? So is that all your friends work 
32 hour weeks or you a server so like that's your spot like i need to understand because people like I, go like I, I mean obviously we when we were younger maybe that was a thing but now i, think I feel that like maybe everyone that goes to uh dollar beer night goes alone so they don't have like they don't have like uh-huh. because, yeah but just because everyone else has shit to do thursday so that's why there's so much hostility in there everyone's a stranger <laughs> you know that's a good point yeah it's like nobody it's like knows, nobody, nobody knows each other not giant crews really it's like small crews or one-offs because like you said Ooh. a lot of times it's just I just got done serving. You know, well, I only have this hour left, and this is the spot. Like, oh yeah, let's go grab a beer because it's the only place I was open. Go real quick, I don't know nobody. I, I know can, people are going to be here. Like, all I have is dollar beers. I know I mean, it's dollar gonna, bills. I know it's going to be lit. Is it though? I like mean, lit, like literally. What you mean like fucking flames coming right. out of guns? Right. So you know, maybe not the, you know, but then again, somebody got stabbed. I mean, you know, who knows? Just and then someone said, "Stay dangerous." Someone said in that group message. uh, they should just stop doing dollar beer night, you know, to clear out the riffraff. And I'm like, yeah, it'll clear it out from brass rail, and then it'll just move to whatever deals there are. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, if there's a deal at a bar, and people are going to get find it. But I don't understand. I heard these people from Freetown. I just don't understand the traveling to come to the bar. Are you Pasadena bitches? So, I don't yeah, understand. I don't, the, <laughs> I don't understand the traveling that to, to come to these bars, and just to be hot boys. Uh, and sh- like I like I, what I what I, it said that shots were fired, no one was injured. I just imagine that a fight broke out. They're breaking the fight out. Somebody was shot up in the air. Nah, they, there was holes in cars. There was bullet holes. Oh, in really? Cars. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, yeah. Allegedly, someone got stabbed inside, and then outside, it spilled outside, and gunshots went off, but no one got shot. That's just what I heard from a not very valuable source. So that's crazy. You know how it wasn't valuable? He was at dollar beer night <laughs> so it's like i hear what you're saying dog but you might have been shooting does he know, you know? does he know how you do it don't i mean don't say it on podcast but do you know who, who, who it was he can ask me the question on the podcast like does he know who it oh, was oh no 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 like does he know the group of people no okay yeah because we're no. not <laughs> it's like no you're all right, we're, all right, we're, we're. so what else what we got bro it's on the docket yeah i don't got shit on my docket yeah we talked about the shootout <laughs> talk, talk about Nipsey's shootout. Yeah. People having diaries. <laughs> um, you know what I was thinking about recently? Um, serial killers. Shocker, I know. Uh, I was talking to somebody, and I was talking about... Everyone always thinks about, and naturally, um, the kids who die in a school shooting. The kids who die as parents. You know? Obvious. Those are obvious. Right. Uh people that you can empathize for. But I was thinking recently about the shooter's parents. Weird. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... Like, you can never go... Like, you can just... Ne- people are gonna know. Yeah. People know. Yeah. How do you live a normal life? You try to go out to dollar beer night, like, just do your thing. People are like... Well, Those I are the s- Columbine kids' parents. That's, and that's then you why, think, that's what why did I so do dangerous. wrong? That's why, so, that's why I don't like the whole Facebook... I mean, I get it, but like posting a police beat or police on who's locked up for what, because those comments were ruthless. Oh yeah. So I remember. Remember I'm not that? Sure where you're that going with this, so. You know remember that shooting that happened at Ronald Mills? Yeah. That that kid was like uh-huh. 16 years old. When well, they posted it, and when you get in the comments, it's his mom just fighting with everyone that says something because obviously there's fucking rednecks in there. There's conservatives. Everyone's in there, and she's just fighting everyone like. Fuck you, that's my son. Kind of like on some motherly, he didn't do nothing wrong, or he's a product of his environment shit. Right. But, you know, he's fucking shot somebody in the mall. And either way, stay off Facebook, ma. 
Like, you ain't no you point of fighting mean? on it, but she might not know. She's, she's just saying, son, defensive mode, because yeah. that's her son. Even if yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. he's wrong, right. that's my son, you know For what I mean? Sure. It's just like... It's really difficult to accept that. your Like, your kid is not all right. Unless you're... Uh, unless they shoot up a school. And you got to be like, look, I'm not with this. Unless you're, the unless you're What's-His-Face's brother from uh, that Netflix show. Where you knew, what's, his, what's it called? What are you talking about? Where he's like, oh yeah, I knew my brother was a pedophile. Oh, fuck that motherfucker. What was that, abducted in plain sight? Abducted in plain sight. Yeah, fuck that guy, He seemed man. like he could pretty well with his, his brother being in that. It seemed show. like he was fucking that little girl yeah. with his brother, bro. Yeah. That was, dude, no, no one, fuck that guy, man. Fuck that guy. That's like, yeah, what if you find out your kid's a pedophile? Or what if your kid does shoot up school, right? And goes to prison and doesn't get killed by the cops, so he's white or whatever. And, and Dylan Roof. And uh, do you McDonald's. still love your kid? Do you talk to him? Probably. It's you probably know what I mean? Well, I love probably unconditional. I it guess. It probably doesn't go away. I no. guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess if my kid shoots up a school, you ain't my kid, bro. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like it's kind of hard to be the only visitor. Now, I'm going to know it's the way I raised him <laughs> for sure, <laughs> but I'm still not taking play for that. That's Wait, crazy. Especially if your kid shoots up like a whole all-black church. I mean, no matter what they shoot up. Right, but I'm saying, like, for it, like, that, they're gonna think that came down, like, you didn't see that your son was this racist motherfucker. Like, well, right, and a lot of times, those type of you? ideals come down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where, where a lot of times, so, those ideals, uh, racism can be a lot, it's a lot more common than wanting to shoot up a school full of kids. Like, that probably didn't come from his parents, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But if you, like you said, if you shoot up a black church, you might be like, hey, parents, what's up? Why'd you buy him so much camo when he was a kid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are you letting him listen to little Nas X? Hey, you, know? you didn't hear that? You didn't hear him yelling nigger at the TV, at the fucking football game? No, I couldn't hear it over me yelling it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, man. That's kind of crazy. How do you feel about death penalty? How do I feel about the death penalty? Um, I, 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 I get it. Like I, I understand. I believe that it should be in place. But then, like, I also, I think it's a, it's a, it's, it should be, I guess it should be up to the state. It should be up to the people to vote on it. I think almost everything should be up to the states. Yeah, because I get, it's just, it's just a, a scary line to walk that people so on death tough. row that are innocent. They just don't have the means to get a good lawyer or, you know what I mean, the evidence. You just never know. So you're going to take that person's life and then you cut. Better evidence comes out years later, and you find out he was innocent. Now you just kill this innocent man. Like, it's just like that shit. Ha- and maybe that shit happens every once in a while, and more than, uh, often than not, if you're on death row, like the evidence is there. Yeah. I would like to. I would like to think that. Yeah, you know? I would like to think that more often than not, for sure. But um, for nonviolent offenders, I don't think that you should ever get death row. No, I don't think they do. Okay. I don't think nonviolent offenders can ever get death row. Okay. I think that death row is like you did something uh, Ted Bundy habitual fucking Ted Bundy is shit. Like right. death row is, you know, you got you got blood on your hands. Not just like a murder, or rape, like, or oh, something oh, crazy. Oh, oh, pedo- oh, yeah. pedophile shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cra- I don't, I don't even think pedophiles get death row. Unfortunately, depending on what they do. Depending on what they do, right? But um, yeah, it's a tough line to walk. Who deserves to die and who deserves to live? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I can't really answer it because I don't want to play. I don't want to play God to those people. Did you hear about uh, during Hurricane Katrina when it was getting to the worst part of the storm? They're in a hospital, and when the levees broke, the water rushed in, 
and shut down the main power. So obviously the backup generators come on. But the thing with the backup generators is it's there's all that shit on people keeping people alive and shit like that. So the doctor, one doctor was like, you know, there's only a matter of time before the generator shuts off. He's like, there's a lot of people in pain up there. Talking to one of the nurses, he's like, should we just, you know, take them out of their pain? And it was like a, it was like a little, it was like a podcast I was listening to where she was saying no because she didn't, she didn't think it was appropriate to do, and he was kind of putting, he himself felt like he was playing God at that right. moment because right. he's, he's literally like, because you kind of had to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so what happened was. Uh, apparently he was walking around. Apparently he was walking around asking people, "Hey, do you, you want to put, put out your misery?" Damn. And some people were saying yes. Some That's people heavy. Were saying no. But here's the thing: there's another another nurse was saying she was talking to this guy who was on the high floor. He had something going on with his. He couldn't walk. Uh, I don't remember. It was like a diabetic flare up, something like that. And he was like grabbing the nurse, like, "Please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Please don't let me die." Well. I would have been in there like, please kill me. They're gonna be like, I'm sure there was. You got your time. Like, you're going home tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm like, bro, please. You can walk. Literally, the helicopter's right there. Nah, no, bro, man, this tummy ache has been fucking with me. Yeah, so apparently that same guy that was begging not to let die had the uh, anesthesia or whatever the shit they put in her blood when they came back like later to check on him. Kind of like maybe the doctor wasn't asking people. Kind of like wait, wait, wait. Say it again. So one of the people were like asking oh. the nurse, like, please don't let me die. Please and don't let me die. I don't want to die. Well, yeah, when they did an autopsy on that guy later on, when it came back after, the, you know, whatever, he had the shit that the doctor's giving people to kill him. Huh. So his, the nurse was like, so there was like two sides. Of the doctor was saying he was asking people, and the nurse was kind of like, I think he was taking it into his own hands on who should go and who should let, who should go and who should, you know. Damn. Yeah, because there's some people that are that those machines are keeping them alive for the time being. So as soon as the power shut off, it's kind of like, do we waste this helicopter, or do we do we, not necessarily waste, but do we use these resources on you? Yeah. When you're just gonna die over here anyway. Right. That's a that's a really very tough scenario. Yeah. So. No, where Lil Wayne was at the whole time. Lil Wayne was fucking rapping about her already. <laughs> Georgia. 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 Bush. Remember that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, one of my friends was texting this pregnant girl, and she was trying to get him to come over, even though she was pregnant. Maybe they just wanted to hang out. I just understand the pregnant girl fetish. I don't even really know how it manifests. I mean, this is like any fetish. What do you mean? Explain it to me. Explain how a fetish... I mean... Could you fuck a pregnant girl that didn't have your kid? Could I? Yeah. Uh, what if she's like seven months pregnant? <laughs> I thought you were going to end it at seven. I was going to say, how did she get pregnant so soon? The answer is yes. Move on. What the fuck? Uh, no, listen. Seven, yeah, I, I, listen. Is there, is there listen, a month cut listen. off? So there's a difference between... A fetish and would would you? You know, I'm not gonna okay. seek out the seven month pregnant girl, but as a guy sex, If a seventh month pregnant girl was like hitting on you. I guess that's a weird Is she would hot? You? I've seen some hot pregnant girls. I would fuck a seven month pregnant girl. Okay. Would you? 
I would try not to. <laughs> I would try not to. I would try really hard not to. So if she wasn't my girl, it takes two if this was my girl, I'd be all up in them guts. If it wasn't your girl, if it was. Oh well, duh. But like, if it's not my, because you might like, have to get like permission from the dad. <laughs> Do I need to know? Right, like, word, my like, dick's gonna be up there banging your kid in the head. Like I need to know if this is okay with you. Yeah, because he's got. What if they go to the checkup and like check on the baby and like check on everything? And like, are you sexually active? And he's like, and she's like, yeah. And she's like, no. And, and he's like, like, I haven't had sex with you. And oh. You hell ass bitch with my give my give my son now. I would assume <laughs> if there's a seven month pregnant girl who's out here getting fucked by guys that the baby dad's nowhere to be around. True. You know, true. Um, I we uh, that's so sad. Did you hear Ben Shapiro's on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast? Uh, some of it. Uh, he was talking about his religion and and uh, how relationships should work, and he and he was like saying how not. We should be able to. There's even though the cards are stacked against you, there's things in your life that you can control. Ultimately, control. You already know that having a kid before or having a kid before you're married or t- with someone is bad, and that you shouldn't do. And you already know that you should graduate high school. These are two things that you control. You should be able to do. Now, granted, there's nuance to that. You know what I mean? He says that, but he's never. I don't, I don't know Ben Shapiro, but I would like to think he's never been in a position to, to get pussy ever. <laughs> no, well, he didn't, he didn't have sex until he was married he and his, his, his wife. wife. But I'm saying, like, he's saying you should be able to go to high school. You should be able to do this. Well, what if you can't? What if you? What if only you're the main provider in your household, All right. and you got four little brothers and a, a little sister, and your mom's on dope, and you got to supply the money. Yeah, and you, you're not in control of just going to high school. I mean, All you right. can. But what are you really no, doing? Right, there's always you know what I mean. But anyway, what I'm saying is, Joe Rogan's like, so what do you do to those kids that are team kids? Like, what do you do with them? He's like, well, one, you wear a condom. Two, you don't have sex. And three, if you do have sex and he gets you pregnant, you guys should marry each other. That's so crazy. He's like, you guys should be married. He's like, you know the old term literally- shotgun, old term shotgun wedding. He's like, that was a thing. He's like, I think that. He, he was like, so a good he, idea. He's like, so Joe was like, even if they're not happy and they're not right. good for each other, he's like, you should work it out for the kid. Oh, yeah, because it's that fucking easy to work out your entire <laughs> life. And here's the thing about the here's the thing about the kids and the premarital sex. Okay, a lot of people pull out because condoms suck, right? So it literally is like a couple seconds different between an entire another human being and not having one. Not even that. It's and and a couple it's, seconds. Seconds. Have a whole. Your life is completely seconds different. during a certain time where vaginas ovulating and doing all like all these things have to align at one time. Yeah, it's honestly like we people take it for granted how hard it hard it's like some people because can't it, have kids. It can be hard. Isn't it weird that some and people try so hard? Yeah. So, and, and then, then, I, there's and then people with twenty kids. Up on pre-com. That's what I'm saying. There's kids. Yeah. There's people with fucking four kids in right. their thirties, and there's people that have been trying for ten years and just can't get one. Right, you know what I mean? It's, but yeah, uh, I just think it's like his logic of like you just stay together no matter what. Because he's he's just like very religious, like he's very religious. He's Jewish, and he was just like his ideology on things. It's just it's, I get it. Like I get I get it on from a religious standpoint. But like he was saying, like you can be gay, but just don't express it. Like stay in your relationship because what a, a man and a woman can bring to a to a household is is what's right it's what's right and the bible says doesn't say you can't 
uh, lust over another man. He just says, thou shalt not lay with another man. So just send, spend your life silently suffering. Yeah. Read another book. The Bible's good, but there's more. Well, what his point was is that with the Bible, everyone, everyone struggles and struggle builds builds you. It builds personality, you know, it builds who you are. So you shouldn't just act on every emotion. You should I have that inner that. struggle. That's why there's sins. There's, that's why there's things like that. He's like, just be, it, those those actions shouldn't define who you are. So in his mind, I guess he, you having a gay thought, you shouldn't act on a gay thought. Or you wanting to have sex, you shouldn't act on that sexual because you you should be stronger within. Like he t- turns his phone off from Friday night to Saturday night because he, he that's just his, he, he knows it's hard, but it's just because he's always addicted to it. That's his time away. So he's saying the struggle shouldn't, even though you're struggling, like your actions shouldn't define who you are. You shouldn't just always be willing to grab and think, do things like well, that. Well, yeah, you can't just live a full lizard brain, like hedonistic lifestyle where you're just walking and doing whatever you want. But at the same time, you shouldn't suppress your innermost feelings. Yeah. If you're gay, suck that dick. That's what, that, that's what my Bible says. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I disagree. I understand what he's saying, and I and there's value to no, the struggle. Sure. There's, there's a, value there's to value struggle. to his points. Yeah, there's I value mean, to his points, right? Good, good, interesting. I, again, I don't subscribe to it, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to hear. Uh, he's he's like more libertarian now than he, conservative. All right, so to go back to this fucking the pregnant chick. Yeah. <sighs> That's kind of gross, huh? I just, like, what do you do with her? You can't do the normal, are you going to do missionary? Why can't you? I mean, I guess you can. You I just, definitely do anal. What if, you, what if you feel the baby while you're doing it? Seven months is, like, legit. <laughs> then, I mean, it's a bonus? I don't know. Oh, gross. <laughs> I was walking, we were walking by, me and this guy, Daryl, I work with the guy who don't believe in dinosaurs. I told you about him. He don't believe in dinosaurs? I told you about him. He don't believe in dinosaurs, for real. But anyways, we were walking by this chick. Space is fake. We were walking by this chick, and he was, like, checking her out. And he's like, I love my girl, I love my girl, I love my girl, I love my girl, you know? And I was like, don't act like that fucking matters. You know what I mean? I'm like, love and lust aren't the same thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know that. He's like, but my girl don't. You know? <laughs> he's like, girls and guys are set up different. Yeah. Like, I don't think our dicks and hearts are connected. No. Nah. And I think that... The best analogy he, I Do you know what he told me? He goes, see, I was, we were having this conversation. He goes, oh, yeah. I'll fuck a girl I don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah. The, the pre And it's so don't, true. Girls don't know about the post-nut depression. The post-nut realization. The post-nut depression is a real thing. Like you... Because... And then, listen, this is going to sound like comedy. But it's but true. This, there's never been anything truer. I swear it's the most After you bust thing. that nut, you're just like, oh, what did I do? I might get out of my... When are you leaving? That's how you know if it's the love is real or not. Like after you bust that nut... And you still want her to stay, stick around for a little bit, then you're like, damn, I kind of like this girl. It's after the nut. But sometimes it's, you might even like the girl all the way up. And really like her. Really like her. Uh-huh. And then not be like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Not that and you much. really didn't even know it. Like, you were You fooled. didn't even know it. Yeah. It's like, a perfect analogy I heard is like, guys' dicks are like trucks. And I like it so far. And, <laughs> I don't get it, but I like and it. And the cum is just boxes just being filled up constantly. It's, it's just boxes going in and all the doors are shut and the the boxes are going in and they're like hey come on we gotta get this shit out and you're like i don't, I don't know i don't know where to go i don't and you're just kind of looking for a door to go out and then you real once you go through the door you realize that might be the best route but it's too late and then you go back in the factory 
and you do it all over again. That's <laughs> just our fucking fill up the boxes. Yeah, just filling up boxes, like trying to get out, get out, get out. This is us at the fucking our, the bar. Just fucking. I need. I need the, the truck needs to leave. Come with me. Like, how old are you right now? Twenty eight. Do you think that your sex drive has gotten better, worse, or stayed the same over the past eight years? Uh, it's changed. It's been on up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's not That's like, interesting. It's not like at its height. Right. And it honestly sometimes has to do with like my diet. Right. Like what I, I eat in it and how active it. I am. I think a lot of things do affect it. Yeah. As do or like how exhausted I am, how much yeah. rest I'm getting lately. Like right. everything, everything ties into it. Uh, how sick I am of girls around, like around here or something like that. Like everything, I might just want to, you know what I mean. Like sometimes I'm like, try, like, I don't know. Not just literal physical sex, but jerking off too. That's like yeah, that's what I'm drive. saying. The sex yeah. drive, like me wanting to do. Yeah. You being horny, yeah. It's like I just, I think that guys peak at thirty. I feel like I heard that somewhere. I yeah, really girls know. like peak in their forties or something like that. Some shit. Some bullshit that someone made up. Yeah, I just no one ever does research. You just hear it once and you go. I wonder research. when people stop fucking. I think we've talked about this in here before, but like, at what age do people stop fucking? You know? Because the pussy dries up after, like, the metaphors, right? Doesn't the it probably pussy... depends who you are. You think, you think uh, Vince McMahon is still fucking? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's fucking, I think he's 80. Well, aside from fucking rock star role model fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like, who, but who does, who's to say that there's not a Vince McMahon in Pasadena fucking? Oh, there is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like after a while you you kind of want to be relieved of that drive. No, I think that I think, I think that, that some people get give younger a, bitches. Word, because I, I just, keep you. You know how old people are like she keeps me young. Yeah, I get it. Not to mention when she's naked, I don't want to puke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, True. sorry, but like once you hit a certain age, it's just gravity takes hold, and you just don't look too too hot yeah. naked. I mean, you can look good in clothes over right. a certain age, but butt ass naked. Do you feel bad for fat people? Extremely fat people? Uh, yes. To a degree. Yeah, I do. Okay, me too. Now. I thought about it today. You didn't ask, do I think they can change it? See, that's, that, this is the thing. No, I, I, no I, I implied that. Right, but that's the thing. So, this is the thing. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like, well, people think someone, that you I, can't feel bad for drug addicts because they chose to do the drugs. Right. You still feel bad, no? Like, how cold are you? Yeah. I'm not saying it's not partly their fault. Right. Or they're all their fault. You don't want to get many accountability. Yeah. I, you're, not, they're not, yeah you're not taking all the accountability. And that's the thing. Just because you feel bad for them doesn't mean it's okay for them to do what they're doing. Like, no. Stop fucking around. Yeah. Stop eating so much. Stop shooting dope. Yeah. Knock it the fuck off. I know it's not easy. But, God, I feel bad. My heart breaks when I see a giant fupa. <laughs> or a dope fiend, you know? Either way. Yeah. Dude, imagine having a fupa. All right. Dude, really, though. Imagine. Like, that would someone, just be, I, I would be so blown. Yeah. No no, no doubt. Like, and when you look down medical. and you see it. Sometimes it's like thyroid sometimes it's medical, problems Sometimes it's depression. Or, yeah. Sometimes you're feel like we say, feel a void. I feel bad. Feel a void. You're just stuffing I'm your face. No self-control. Just everything you see, you just eat. Like, and you're not working. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, sometimes it's, because I've seen someone post like, uh, if you want to get my attention, don't holler, hey, big guy, because I'm definitely not going to answer you. And I just wanted to be like, first of all, like, if there's four people in the room and you're the biggest guy, when you say, hey, big guy, it, it's not anything malicious. You shouldn't take offense to it. Yeah. Two, you're in control. You know what I mean? You're in control. Like, if you you can complain all you want, but you could also change yeah. being the big guy. 
Yeah, and it's easier for some people and harder for some people. And no, I definitely feel bad. Especially when you see some, because after a while, your body just starts processing food differently. Yeah, you so change you, yourself. So even if you change your diet and shit like that, like you're still. You're, it's, it's even harder. It's, it's like so it's, much, it's harder yeah, for your body to go back. And, and you're talking about like morbidly obese. And plus, you get addicted to all those sugars and things you're like that. Talking about like morbidly obese people? Yes. Yeah, so. Like people that. Like being you, chubby you or having some walk, weight on you is, is not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about people that hurts when they walk. Yeah, that type of shit. It pains you when you watch them. That work. type of shit, man. What do your ankles feel like? How do you wipe your ass? How do and you clean yourself? And they're always in yourself? sweatpants. How do you... Because you gotta be. Yeah. You gotta be. You get Everything. the sweatpants look like regular pants and shit. Like, mm-hmm. man, it's just... How do you, I work with people like me that. Me too. I had a boss who was 480 pounds, bro. And he had... To, we're on construction sites. We're on commercial construction sites. And he had to get sweatpants that look like work pants. Because you ain't allowed to rock sweatpants. Right. But he couldn't find no work pants to fit him. All right. Bro, 480. 63, 480 pounds. He told me one time, he goes, <laughs> he was telling we were in the trailer and he's like, Yeah, man, we're in the work trailer. And it was me, him, and my other boss. And he, we were talking about sex, of course, right? It was like talking about pussy or something. And he's like, uh, You know, he, my, my big, big boss, Mark, goes, turned around and goes, You know, once I didn't get laid for six years. And I was like, were you zero to six? Like, <laughs> six fucking years? I'm like, you should have got a hooker. Yeah. You should have raped someone. You should have done something. I'm like, six years? And he looks at me and he just goes, I didn't just get fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he had been, because really, though, that's got to be a tough sell. Yeah. That has got to be a tough. Especially if, yeah, if you don't have a bunch of money. Sell. And here's the thing. If, if I was a hooker, I feel like most of the guy, like I feel like every guy his size has to do hookers. Yeah, they're at the strip so club. So if you're a prostitute, you're you probably. Seen them, I've seen them at the strip club. I've seen that. I've seen those guys oh, at the strip club. They got a strip club girlfriend. They bought themselves. Their girlfriend. They swear that girl loves him. And the next thing you know is SVU. They're kids. paying her bills. And they're paying shit. her bills. They're signing her edible arrangements to her fucking job. They're buying her new cars. They're financing them because they believe that's their girl. And they I was about to say, them. sometimes it won't even be for sex. It'll yeah. just be for that companionship. It'll just be for, for the that hot love, young girl. For that hug. That that, that, that intimacy. That that sitting on his lap. And, you know, just like ugh. That's where strip clubs are creepy. So here's the thing: strip clubs are different. Like girls. Okay, so sometimes. I took my ex-girlfriend to a strip club one time, and she was like, her idea, she's like, I want to go, let's do it. I'm like, oh, cool. So I've been to them with girls, it's fun. Yeah. We go there, everything's fine. Next thing you know, she's crying, freaking the fuck out. It was out of nowhere, it was crazy. But um, but my point is... Did you but, make her, did you get Uber home? No, nah, we all roll. Oh. <laughs> but, somewhere else, I'm trying to see titties. Get the fuck out of here, girl. You're <laughs> ruining my boner. Right. <laughs> no, but, I, before, but, but before she started crying, she was saying, like, this isn't what I thought it was, this is not bad. Because, like, people just think it's, like, this sad, dark, disgusting, old, creepy man place. Drugs, really, so the drugs being drugs, done everywhere, prostitutes. People shooting up on stage and yeah. just these ugly, dope fiends. And it's, like, depending on the club. Depending <laughs> on the know? club. But no, also, no. it's, like, I like a strip club. I'm not even a like big... Like New Orleans. Just, it was just a bar where girls were walking around. That's the thing. I'm not even a big lap dance guy. Yeah. I'm a... If we want to go to the bar and drink, it would be cool if there was naked chicks to look at. Right. Just, I'm not even there, I'm not even sitting right up front just staring at the chicks. I'm talking 80% of the time to you, right. who I talk to anyway, and it's just like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah, titties. Cool, a naked chick. Yeah. Like, that's what, I mean. It's and just, they might sit bullshit with us for a while, yeah, and then they yeah, move yeah. on, and then, yeah. 
I don't even do the. And then I don't we watch the game. We watch the wolf. We watch the wolf go after the sheep. And oh yeah, that's it's also fun, fun to see. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to see. Especially when your friends a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's another thing too. The lamer you look, the more chance you're gonna spend some money. Like the girls, you know what I mean, will flock into you. You yeah. know what I mean. Like if you look like you got your shit going on, you don't need love from a stripper. They're not really they're gonna give you that much play. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, one exactly. of the strippers, one of the strippers came over to me and was just like talking and shit. She's like, "Yeah, I don't usually even work here." You know what I mean? Like these these strippers are fucking washed. Like talking shit about her coworkers. I'm oh, like, "Yeah, all right, did I see you at Red Eyes in the bikini contest?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I used to do that too." I'm like, "So you just shake ass as a profession?" Hey, good for you. If I had an ass, I would show it all the time. I mean, that's better than waking up at three forty-five in the morning and what working for eight hours and you can have this silica dust. And, you can have this self respect. You know uh, I mean, but people hate on that. Some look. I I know strippers who are actually working their way through school. You know what I mean, and who aren't drug addicts and who yeah. make a fuck and ton are only of really money. doing it till after Christmas and are only really doing it for a while <laughs> and are only and they're not fucking. Not all strippers are fucking people, right? Like honestly, the majority are not. Yeah. Like, the majority get up there and dance, and that's it. And give lap dances for that, and they give trash lap dances because they want to give trash lap dances. What? Like. The girls that you're talking about that really don't like, don't really or like, don't do shit, right. might give a trash lap dance so they don't have to give a bunch of lap dances. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or give a great one to try and get that money. Or out. give a great one, but it depends how. It would just be such a shitty would job. You, like, would you date a stripper? Yeah. Like, not for like fun, fun day, but like date. Would you go up and like watch her work? Would you be able to? Uh, do that I probably kind of? wouldn't watch her work, nah. But I would date a stripper as long as she was just a stripper. Right. Like I don't know that I could date a hooker. You're very open. You're very, like, open. I try to be. And this is all talking, too. Right. In real life, yeah, I don't you know. Might, you might date a stripper on a good day. Yeah. Unless you have a bad day. Unless <laughs> you have a bad day. It you depends, a, man. Just quit your job. What are you doing? Where are you going? You're work? taking your what? You going to go to work now? At I think nine? my biggest issue with the stripper is we'd be on opposite schedules. <laughs> I just work. never see her. <laughs> you strip during the day? Can you give me dinner? And I then, could probably only get a day shift for anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it might work out. It might work out. Hey, girl, I'm Google. Anybody works with dudes that's listening to this, how are you? The nine to five strippers in Vegas probably get bread. Because that's any time of day there. It's it's always midnight. I can't wait for Vegas. It's always midnight. How many days we going? Three? You gotta pay you gotta pay for the room. Oh yeah, I gotta cash out. I'll do that when I get off. I the seen front. him at the at the gym. I gotta pay for the room. Oh big town. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. All right, we're wrapping up. We got. It's time to wrap up. All right, time uh, to wrap it up. All right, broke family. Do like Najee's never done and wrap it up. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening to us. We love you. Najee fucked up on the guest thing this week, but oh, I he, said up he's, on the guest. he said he's got one. You want to be week. a guest? Holla at me. You feel me? I'll, I'll put you on. I might put this one out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Shout out to Tim G. Shout out to Tim German. As oh always. yeah, he wants to come back. Go on. Maybe wants to come back. We got a couple people that want to return guests, but we, we want some some new new too. So let us know. Shout out to everybody that wants to be shout out, and uh, we love you. He it's does. The, it's the broke boys. We out. Peace.